hear that ball dropping? It's a new year! And wherever you are, whenever you are, and however you happen to be listening, we're so glad you've chosen to tune in to DLC, your downloadable commentary for the week, delivered the way we love it to be, and that is completely free, thanks to our sponsor this week, Linode. This is our annual and DLC is, is a show all about games. Games in many forms. Games played on desktops, laptops, and consoles. Also games that involve dice, luck, and cardboard. I'm your host, Jeff Kanata. I spell with two N's and one T. And I am joined, as always, by my friend slash co-host slash nemesis. The guy who's been doing this show with me for five freaking years. Mr. Christian Spicer. Happy fifth anniversary, Christian. Wow. Uh, t- to you too, man. That's awesome. I'm very proud of what this show is and-, and has become and continues to be. Also, happy 2018. Doesn't this come out on 2018? It's not New Year's Technically, yet. Technically, it comes out the last day of 2018. So well, make it are, a good year. <laughs> <laughs> chances are, yeah, you got, you got several hours. Uh, but chances are a lot of people are listening to this at the beginning of 2019. And this is uh, traditionally our annual. This is the... And when I was a kid growing up with Marvel Comics, I always loved uh, the annuals, the the once a year. This is that for us. We usually have a guest every episode, a different rotating guest. Christian and I welcome to the show. Not for our annual. Our annual is just the two of us reflecting back on on the show and predicting what's going to happen in the year that's that's just about to to be upon us. Uh, and it, it's what I call the annual. It's what I call the reckoning. Because uh, we have to reckon with our predictions from last year. We will find out if we were either correct or got wrecked, you know, in the reckoning. Mm, I like that. Yeah, yeah, I like that. It's a little bit of branding I'm trying now. It's the you know, fifth year. I'm going to start some branding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, we should come up with like a, some bumpers or something for this show somewhere too. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we started this show the first week of January five years ago. So this is always our sort of anniversary, our look ahead at the year to come our chance to check in and just just the two of us do a show. Uh, the very first episode of DLC was just the two of us. So uh, I, we always, I always like to do that uh, again. And it's always one of my favorite episodes of the year because we're going to be listening to our predictions from last year. We're going to be making predictions for next year. So hopefully you guys will join us as we uh, spend 90 plus minutes uh, raking ourselves over the coals <laughs> and putting our foot in our mouth uh, as we like to do every year. I'm just glad that uh, it, I don't remember exactly what year it happened, but I know in our first year I was hunched over. Do I have it in here? I don't know if I do. I had my Zoom H4N was what I recording on for our first show, and it was propped on a shoebox because the uh, stand I had, the mic stand I had for it, had broke like two days before, and I was in my closet, hunched wow. over an H4, a Zoom H4N mic uh, on a shoebox. You know, making making podcasts gold. So. And here we are five years later and you're in a closet hunched over a Zoom H5N. So you've moved up in the world. I, and I have a green screen behind me that makes it look like I'm in an office. <laughs> uh, no, no, we've uh, we've come a long way. And I, I always like to take a second at the beginning of this episode every year since it is our annual and just sort of look back a little bit at the year that was. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I did a lot of prep for this episode, including um, writing up all of the guests that we've had over the year. 
and I can't I can't find where I put it. Anyway, so I'm going to do this off the cuff. Uh, what? I would say I, I did zero prep for this other than come up with my predictions, but I was oh so God. excited for all the prep work that you do. Oh, it took me all day today <laughs> prepping for this episode. And you'll see why. It's I made it way harder for myself this year, and it probably is going to annoy people more than anything else. And we'll, we'll get to it. So, so lots to look forward to if you're a regular listener. Um, but uh, I looked back on our uh, on our guest list. We had more new guests this year, first-timers on this show, than we have ever had in any previous year, uh, which I'm very proud of. We're, we're actively seeking new voices to feature uh, as the third guest, third chair uh, on this podcast every week. Uh, I have a lot that I have to thank our audience for that, uh, for the most part, people suggesting guests, uh, which is hugely helpful in expanding my and our awareness of who's out there in the world, voices you want to hear on the show. Uh, I'm so grateful that almost everybody we reach out to uh, reacts positively and wants to be on the show. That's a great benefit and a huge help. Some people have, you know, it's difficult with scheduling because people are busy, but almost everybody that I've asked has eventually made it onto the show. And that is awesome. We've had more female guests this year uh, than ever in the history of a year of DLC. I'm very proud of that. I want to have more women on the show um, because we're two dudes and uh, you know, we deserve to have more vibrant, interesting, diverse voices on the show. I struggle and strive to, uh, to maintain that pace. And uh, it's not easy, but like I said, I lean on you guys, the listeners. So please continue to send us people you'd like to hear on the show. Uh, we know every year I do that and everybody goes, Garnet Lee. I know he's busy. He's a busy guy. I ask him, the invitation's always open. He will be back someday, but he oh, has a day job. And he, he no, I told him he's not welcome. Oh, that explains so much. Yeah, we hang out. We see each other like, I don't know, twice a week. And I was, he's like, when can I come back on the show? And I was like, never, dude. Stop asking. And he like had, he hands me things to talk about. And I'm like, I crumple it up and throw it away. And I'm like, dude, stop it. And he's like, I just want to talk to Jeff. And I told him that you changed your number. So he's been texting actually Man. Amanda a whole bunch, which is super funny. Your wife? Uh, with yeah. Text to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's that like, have you played? That uh, explains so much. Yeah. Yeah. That really, uh, that really explains so much. Um, also, uh, I just want to throw this out there. Um, you know, Ken, if you want to announce your new game, you know, we, we're both Bioshock fans for fans of yours. If you want to announce whatever your next thing is, we could make time on this show. Yeah. I mean, I guess we could probably fit him in. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of people that I want to get get to. Maybe not Ken Levine. I don't know. Maybe, probably. But, <laughs> I mean, um, he's he's like been asking a lot too, but I'm like, no, this one, the annual is just Jeff and I. And he's like, well, you know I'm working what? on this project. And I was like, <laughs> not during the annual. Uh, Amanda's getting texts from so many people. <laughs> um, but I wanted to be sure to let people know where they can let us know. If, if there are there are voices in the video game world that you would love to hear on the show, please let us know. You can go to our subreddit, 5x5dlc.reddit.com, start a thread there, let us know. Or uh, even better is to send an email to dlcfeedback at gmail.com. Let me know who you'd like to hear on the show. The worst way to do that is to tweet me because that goes away. And then inevitably weeks later when I'm like, oh, who's that person that they said? I can't find the tweet. So uh, email or posting on the subreddit are ways to tell us about people you'd like to hear on the show. But I know there are infinity video game podcasts out there. I'm so glad you're listening to this one right now, either if you are a a listener for five years or one where this is your first episode, we're grateful to have you. Uh, I'm also, I think I'm, I think it's not 
an exaggeration to say that uh, there are not a lot of them that do a new guest every single week, a third guest every single week that's new and different. Uh, and I'm so proud of that. I'm, ma- I'm proud that we've managed to keep that up and we intend to do that in the future. So uh, I'm glad that it's been a diverse group. I hope to continue to find new people that haven't been on. We'll return to our old favorites as well. But, um, you know, I just thought I'd take a second and look back and acknowledge that. Yeah, it's been great. Yeah, good folks. I mean, some some amazing, amazing guests, and we'll have more in 20. I've already reached out to a bunch of people for 2019 and uh, and beyond. Okay, so we did that. Let's get to The Reckoning. Uh, this is the part of the show. So this show is going to be wait different. A minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You ready to do this live? And yeah. Intro it again. The Just Reckoning? To, yeah, say, okay, now it's time to get to. Well, okay, I'll do it this way. So this this show is going to be different. We're going to have three parts to the show. There's going to be a look back at last year. We're going to have the reckoning for last year. We're going to talk about games coming up for next year, for 2019, and, that we know about. And then the third section is going to be predictions for 2019. So let's kick things off with the reckoning. Look out, baby! Guess what's coming around the corner? Do you hear that? Do you hear it now? It's, it's the reckoning. That felt good. That was really good. I thought that was really, really good. We really nailed that. All those hours of rehearsal really paid off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm not going to make you guys go back and listen to our show last year. We have actual quotes. We have actual audio from the, our annual last year where we made our predictions, and we're going to listen to that, and we're going to uh, come to terms with whether our predictions from last year were, were uh, correct or got wrecked. And I have to say, uh, we've been doing this a few years now where I pull the audio. And because it's you and me talking and we sound like ourselves, uh, it's kind of hard sometimes. People have noted, people have sent emails and, and mentioned. It's kind of hard to know when they're listening to the old show, the year old show, or us now because we sound the same and there's no, you know, trend, it's hard to transition. So what I did was see Christian, what I did was I, uh, talk like this all episode. <laughs> quite the opposite. Uh, I, <laughs> I came up with a little, uh, little intro into, uh, not intro, but a little, uh, signifier. So, you know, that we're, uh, talking about a prediction from last year. Okay. So let's start things off with your first prediction from last year. Prediction. prediction. We get or see or hear something of an announcement of a revised Switch hardware. I did really well last year with my new handheld Nintendo hardware. So I'm going to go out on a bold limb and say we get some look or image or picture or comment from Nintendo about Switch 2.0 or Switch 1.5 or something like that. So that was your prediction. Didn't turn out to be true. Didn't turn out to be true. Spystradamus uh, missed one. Sounds like we didn't hear anything about a new version of the Switch. How do you feel? You know, uh, <clears throat> we'll talk about what our predictions are for this year later. So I feel pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> you going to roll this one over? That's going to be a rollover? That's how division works, right? You carry the one, you, whatever, you show your work. Um, there were a lot of rumors about seeing this so I, I i feel good about the prediction i feel like it was still a strong you know bold prediction because we'll say this later i'm sure but this isn't the show where we make 
predictions. Like no, we start no, no. bold and we only we up the ante from there. We never we're never safe. Yeah, that's a very good point, Christian. I should have mentioned that before we even started. If you're not a listener of the show for past years, we make two categories of predictions. Bold prediction. We start with bold. We don't just go with obvious. We start with bold predictions. And then we get to our Cool Ranch predictions, which formerly known as crazy, but Christian, to his credit, doesn't want to be you know using words that can be negative for uh, the mental health community. So we went with Cool Ranch Cool Ranch predictions. We got bold predictions and we got Cool Ranch predictions. Your first bold prediction, you know, turned out to be wrong. But <laughs> who's counting? Me. I'm counting. <laughs> Zero and one for you. All right. So uh, I think that it's pretty – it feels like a pretty safe bet that there will be some switch revision at some point. Just didn't happen this year. Maybe you were just a little early on that one, Christian. Yeah, it's hard to, you know, the, when I use my crystal ball, like sometimes the year is a little fuzzy. Right, it's, it's, right. It's difficult. My my uncle, my friend's uncle who worked at Nintendo, um, he hasn't worked there for 30 years now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We still got the hot intel. Plan. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here comes, uh, here comes my first one. Prediction? The next Mario game is Mario Odyssey 2. Ooh. The way that we got uh, Mario Galaxy 2. And that's why I think it's going to come sooner rather than later. We may only hear about it in 2018 and maybe for 2019, but we hear about a new Mario game, Mario Odyssey 2, and it's just more stuff in that same universe. It allows them to come out with a game quicker. And because they're just, they've already established all of the stuff, and they're just adding new levels, basically. All right, so we're both 0 and 1. We're both 0 and 1 on uh, on predictions, but uh I thought that was pretty bold, and I still think there might be a Mario Odyssey 2 in the works. This is another one where I think we might have just been a little early. It makes sense and historically with uh New Super Mario Brothers, New Luigi Bros, which is now being ported over to Switch, but like that you know, the original and then kind of the tweaked expanded version Galaxy Galaxy 2. There's certainly precedent for this. So I think it was I, I might have said it at the time. I felt like it was a very good, bold prediction. But like, yeah, I would have thought that would have happened. But Nintendo, I mean, I don't think they needed it this year. So maybe it's coming 2019. Well, speaking of Mario predictions, your second Mario prediction last year, both of us, by the way, got wrecked. Two got Rex, zero Corex. So you got your own Mario prediction from last year. Let's listen to that. Another prediction. I think we get Mario Maker 2 on Switch. I don't think they do a straight port. This is what makes it bold and not safe. I think much in the same way that Splatoon, we got a Splatoon 2 and not just a Splatoon port. I think they look at Mario Maker and instead of trying to just cram it on to the Switch and not having two screens and this, that, and the other, they make some UI tweaks and they just go ahead and call it a numbered sequel. And I think we get it in, this year in 2018. Yeesh. That's a good idea. It's a like, real good idea. They should just, you know what it is? It's it's less predictions and more job applications. We should be hired. Yeah. We got ideas. We got ideas. Okay, but, friends but at did. Treehouse that are listening, I can guarantee you three things if you hire Jeff and I. One, we won't uh, leak anything on a podcast that we're not supposed to leak. Two, we won't say anything on social media uh, outside of work media. that gets us fired. 
three to either of those so far. I will not commit to either one or two. (laughs) I guarantee you those three things. Oh man. Uh, but yeah, I I actually think Mario maker two, it makes more sense on switch than it did on Wii or Wii U, you know, like the, the screen is better for it. The multi-touch would be way better for it. I don't know. They got to make that game. Yeah, as a guy who bought Bayonetta 2 recently on Switch, i.e. Uh, this past week when I was uh, chilling, uh, rebought, I should say, the Wii U had a lot of great games, and I keep rebuying them all <laughs> on Switch. So I'm excited for whatever version of Mario Maker ends up. It's got to come, right? It's got to come. It would be, it's a no-brainer, which is why they haven't done it yet. <laughs> uh, all right, here's my second prediction, also staying in the Nintendo realm. Here comes a prediction. Metroid, which we know is coming, still won't be here in 2018. I think that's not even a bold prediction. I think that's just obvious. But they will tease Metroid for 2019 by releasing Samus Returns on Switch. Hmm. Well, I got the fact that it's not coming out. (laughs) It didn't come out uh, that year. And I got the fact that they teased it. I just didn't get how they teased it correct. What so I'm going to give myself teased, a full... What do, you, wait, wait, what do you mean they teased it? They gave us, a ti- they gave us the title card this that year? That was last year. No, it wasn't. We didn't know it was Metroid Prime 4 until this year. That wasn't this year's E3, was it? Yeah. Are we was sure? Uh, no, that was last year's E3. Live audience? Give my, Hold give, on. Give my back. We I'm didn't Googling. Know, we, because last year we talked about it. We didn't know it was going to be called Metroid Prime or not. Really? I listened to the whole episode. Yeah. It was this year, baby. So I got something right-ish. Right-ish. So I'm going to give myself full points. <laughs> <laughs> you, no, you no. 2017. Up. Metroid Prime 4, first look, Nintendo E3 2017. What? Really? Jeff yep. is wrong. Epic Open World in the chat says Jeff is wrong. Hmm. Uh. Yeah. Huh? Well. All right, so uh, got wrecked, got wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> Live wrecking. I think Miley uh, Cyrus just swung into you. I want to ask you, how do you think these transition audios are going? Because I like them, but next year, well, one, I like that you made them separate ones over and over again. And two, good on you for getting Jeff Keeley to do them. Um, <laughs> it was not I, easy. He's very expensive. He's very expensive, but worth it. The only thing I would maybe tweak for the next one is like, Old prediction, shin, 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 shin. Because it's not, these aren't our current predictions. So no. maybe you could do like the reckoning. Ning, 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 ning. Mm. Well, we're, uh, we're in it. We're in it. There's, there's a lot more to come. So uh, I guess I'll hope- just talk like this then to make it obvious. <laughs> All right. Here comes prediction number three from Christian Spicer. Here's a prediction. I think we get from Sony specs for their next console <laughs> the sigh by the way was current christian that was the christian <laughs> specs for 20 for ps5 baby i mean there were not we're from not even, sony we're not I even gonna wrong. get that this year we're not even getting that this year because there's no uh-huh. e3 sony i i bet that if there had if they were gonna give us specs for ps5 it they'd be at e3 right Unless they do it like October and their own thingamabob. Mm, Maybe, yeah. Well, uh, this show sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what we've learned is it's hard to make predictions. 
but fear not, Christian. We eventually get some stuff right. So uh, so stick with us, folks. We're gonna get we're gonna get all those those misses out of the way early. Uh, speaking of which, here's one. Optimistic prediction. The unexpected hit of 2018 that has people buzzing and came out of nowhere. Starlink Battle for Atlantis. Okay, the worst thing about this prediction is I didn't even get the name of the game right. <laughs> <laughs> it's Starlink Battle for Atlas, and I called it Battle for Atlantis. So, well, to be fair, Battle for Atlantis, great game. Yeah, Battle for Atlantis, still not coming out, but it's amazing. It's going to be great. Uh, yeah, that one is particularly embarrassing because I'm all in on how great that game is going to be, and uh, and I can't get the title correct. Uh, to you know, but I feel like Battle for Atlantis would even be better a title, which is why we're idea men, Christian, and not uh-huh. uh, prediction men. Uh, I do think that game is great. I wish it had been the unexpected hit I hoped it would be, but that's why it was an optimistic prediction and uh, not so much accurate prediction. It's cheap. If you want to pick it up, you can, I think, find the starter kit for like 30 bucks places. So people, you know, it's kind of a blending of uh, Star Fox, No Man's Sky. I would say it's it's very good. Not great, but very good and, and fun to play with kids. Well worth playing. Well worth playing. Uh, I was uh, I was very optimistic about that one. All right. Here comes another Christian Spicer prediction. Another bold prediction. Shenmue 3 gets a release date. Is it this year? Probably not, but I think they're coming out with a firm date. <laughs> Nailed it! Nailed it! August, well, we got August something, right? We yeah, got whatever August. Whatever it was. They delayed it and then dated it, right? Yeah! We have, uh, let me search for that. Shenmu 3. Uh, the release date is August 27th, 2019. We know it. God knows if they'll actually hit that date, but they told us a date, which is exactly what you said. You said it wasn't going to be in 2019. 18 boom that's a that's a hundred percent correct spicer domus is back you know in spicer baseball Dumbs, you can't keep him down in baseball i'm still not doing well but in golf i'm doing okay <laughs> spicer domus can't be stopped he can only be hoped to contained right with a whole bunch of wrong answers <laughs> <laughs> all right uh but you know what that means that means the old kanata main i don't have a nickname really kanata meister <laughs> The cana- the cana- what about Kanata- the predictions? Well, uh, I don't know. If you have a cool nickname, maybe your predictions are more accurate. I don't, oh, okay, I don't, know, how, I don't know how nicknames work. But <laughs> uh, I think I'm due. I'm due for one. I'm due for a prediction. Being right. So let's listen to this one. Look out. It's another prediction. Vicarious Vision's next project is a Spyro the Dragon remaster. In the in the realm of uh, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, so it's like all the uh, the Spyro the Dragon games, and it's announced at E3 as the big, like mic droppy kind of fan servicey thing. I'm gonna give myself full points. We know that it's Spyro Reignited Trilogy. I got the developer wrong. It's Toys for Bob, not Vicarious Visions. And they didn't announce it at E3. They announced it before that. They announced it in April. But still, guys, Spyro Reignited Trilogy. I nailed it. You get I half. Like, I feel like we round up. I think we get the, See, the, the okay, tie then goes you get, to the runner, something like that. Then you get 0. .25. Uh, 
Because <laughs> your prediction wasn't your prediction wasn't a new Spyro's coming and it's going to be great. You led with the developer. That was that was on you. You got to learn how to word these predictions. Like the quality of the prediction was there. The framing of it was was done poorly. That's how bold I am, Christian. That's how bold I am. <laughs> and uh, you get a bold point five. Uh, Mr. Latap says I'm giving a point eight one, which uh-huh. I think I think we round up. I like uh, what is that? Munu Zone fourteen. <laughs> Jeff Kinder Tradamus. Kinder Tradamus. I'll take it. All right. Uh, next up, a uh, Christian Spicer prediction. Is he a psychic? Because this is a prediction. Halo drops the numbering. So oh, crazy. It's not Halo 6. I think Halo will move away from numbered sequels and just be Halo colon, you know, whatever. Christian. Who, who, who? It's Spice almost like we've had. Dramas, baby. It's like I, I worked at, at Bungie this year or something. I came up with. Uh, Bungie doesn't even make Halo anymore. I'm such an idiot. I can't even make my own dumb joke right. Um, yeah, I nailed that one. Whoa. That- way, to, way to go, me. Uh, but, but, but hold your horses. Oh, dang it. Cause, uh, cause the old kind of, kind of Domus is, he's got his own halo prediction coming right at you. Dueling predictions. I have a halo, uh, prediction as well. My bold prediction for halo is that we will get halo six, but. Oh no, only one of us can be right now. <laughs> yeah, no, the halo six will be revealed. It won't be coming out this year at all, but it'll be revealed and it will be a persistent world game. Okay, so I think I could possibly be also <laughs> no, 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 right. No. Why do your predictions, after your predictions, you always get to go, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, hold on. I let think me, I let could let, potentially let be right on this one. Potentially yeah. be right. Your predictions are the equivalent of when a girlfriend or significant other picks up the guy's phone in a rom-com and sees the text. It's like, my bed is lonely. Wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me explain. Uh, uh, we, we're doing, we're doing a big bed display at work and, uh, the, um, that could be a great prediction for this year, for this, this annual. We just don't know yet. I think, I mean, okay, so you nailed it. It's not called Halo 6. It's called Halo Infinite. I think Infinite kind of implies that I might be right. It implies you might be right. I agree. I'm kind of strong. Stradamusing. Kind of Stradamusing. Spelled with two N's and one Einda. So good. So good, my Stradamusing. So, Christian, the Spice Stradamus moniker, I love how we started in the hole. We dug ourselves a hole, and look how we're climbing out of it with these hardcore, awesome predictions. I honestly wouldn't know if you've edited this so that like I just end up on a real stinker. Like I, I honestly don't remember and I'm too lazy to put in the work that you do. So I, I appreciate the work you put in to make this show so much fun. And I also welcome any or all ribbing that happens because of it, how you set things well, up. <laughs> a, how dare you think that I would be dishonest and B, I could have been dishonest. Dang it. <laughs> Here's another Christian prediction. Um, uh, Jeff is awesome, and I'm a big loser. <laughs> I think I'm going to duty in my pants. Oh, I don't need to go there. Okay, here's uh, here's another uh, another. Where are we at? Where are you? Okay, here's your your prediction. Mm, prediction. Microsoft purchases a studio like Ninja Theory, or maybe even IO Interactive. I have the exact what? same prediction. Whoa. Microsoft acquires wrong. a high-profile AAA developer and, and turns them exclusive. Yeah. I, you actually named a couple of it. Yeah. We, we have the same prediction. 
Yeah. That's a double whammy. We both got that one. You actually named Ninja Theory, which is pretty great. Uh, I O they did not purchase, but uh, that's a tag team prediction. High five. We're both awesome. Yeah, that, that was great. I'm sorry for my current day what ruining that past day prediction. You were shocked there. at yourself. You I was de- shocked at myself. Legit shocked how Spistradamus you were. Yeah, I can't even predict how good I am at sometimes predicting. Yeah. Uh, but but I, you know, I also uh, at the time said I was I'd had that on my list of things to What's well, a smart thing to do is that when I predict something, you say, <laughs> yeah, 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 me too. Uh, I, I think we both get points. Uh, sure. Maybe you get a little bonus extra credit for predicting Ninja Theory. But is that offset by also predicting IO and not getting that one right? I don't know. It's either way. Excellent. We're awesome. Everyone needs to listen to this podcast because of how unbelievably prescient we are. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay. Uh, here is my next prediction. Listen to this prediction. Bethesda announces or Bethesda Game Studios, not the publisher, not just the publisher, the game studio, Bethesda Game Studios, the guys who make Fallout and Elder Scrolls. They announce a new game that is coming out this year, and it's not Elder Scrolls or Fallout. Ooh. Oh, so close. IP. So close, Christian. I, you had so I, many parts of a correct prediction in there. The last word, if I just left the last word off, literally the last word is what what messed me up. Well, you said not Fallout. Yeah. And I, is Fallout 76 Fallout? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's suffering its own Fallout. So you had you had it right that they did announce a new IP. And that it came and, out this year. And you had you had right that they released oh, yeah. a game this year. Yeah. Just, I just, the component parts were just floating around in my yeah. crystal ball. That's a good prediction, though, because that... That's a that was a bold prediction because they're not a studio that you know cranks out games and some you know well I don't know what they are anymore but that was their reputation up until this year. Uh, that's a good prediction. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. Um, I'm going to give myself full points. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think that's pretty good. Um, I also want to say I, I I'm really sad you're not acknowledging how I'm just nailing all of these little transition intro things and they're it's really going to catch on right everyone good so fun right they're just it's not going to ever get old and i also want to let our listeners know i i I know you pretty dang well i mean doing the show for five years among other things um i guarantee most of our listeners that you doing those introductions took way longer than it would have taken what people would expect that that would take (laughs) oh my god you have no idea (laughs) oh no i have the exact idea (laughs) it was a nightmare <laughs> like you did it you literally did it like into two coffee cans just because you were like i can't get this thing to work it was uh oh wait just wait it gets crazier <clears throat> uh <clears throat> yeah all right uh i think uh i think we're on y- you yeah here we go ready virtual reality prediction it's, I'm, I'm, i split hairs here um vive goes away or is purchased by Valve. So like that kind of still goes away, but I don't I I think the writing's on the wall a little bit for HTC. Yeah. Um which is a shame because they're doing some really cool stuff. I don't think the tech goes away per se, but I don't think we'll be buying the HTC Vive for the rest of this year. I think that's a get wrecked, right? I think that's a get wrecked cuz uh Vive's okay, it's doing all right. Yeah, I I, I still listen to that and I think 
Good prediction. <laughs> <laughs> you think going forward is a good one? I'm like that. Yeah, that happened. In t- if someone told me that that happened in 2018, I'd be like, yeah, I remember that happening. <laughs> like that felt like a thing that could happen. Yeah, but uh, I think it's still holding tough. I don't know about any sales numbers, but HTC has gone through kind of crazy, uh, you know, selling off of portions of the company, but they have held on to the Vive and the tech for the Vive. So uh, I think that's a miss. But uh, a strong prediction. Bold, bold, if nothing else. All right, here's my next one. You guessed it. Another prediction. The big Switch fall game of 2018 is Pokemon. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's I mean the big the big game of no, the year. The big game right. was, was Smash. A, right. a big game? A big game I, on the I love it, but no, that's not it. It's, not, it's right. not the actual Pokemon that Switch people want because that game's coming next year. Well, it's uh, just not the big game. But there was. Did a we Pokemon know Smash on- was coming? How did you predict? Why did you predict Pokemon instead of Smash? Because I'm dumb. <laughs> I don't know. I'll give you points for that part right there. <laughs> for points for honesty. <laughs> All right. It's a great game. If you haven't played Let's Go Pokemon, don't overlook it. Uh, I really, I really enjoyed. I was playing some today, uh, but it's definitely not the big game. I was accurate in that a Pokemon came out for Switch this year. Not, not a lot of people would have predicted that. Pokemon came out for Switch this year in, in fall, in the big, big fall times. I don't remember when that was announced. To be honest, it wasn't announced before twenty eighteen. Just like Metroid Prime wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> that that I may have been wrong about. All right. Here we go, Christian. Your next, your next prediction. Another prediction. This has gotta be gotta last, last, last. My last one. Magic Leap gets broad public demos via E3 or something like that, and I just, I think it continues to blow people away. A few select gaming press people I've had eyes on, and I think that kind of the the a, VR. I don't think it's dead. I'm not putting a nail in VR's coffin. But I think this is the year that AR starts to really march, march, march. People were blown away by HoloLens a few years ago. And I think Magic Leap or whatever it ends up being called when it comes you know, to a public version, I think it's going to just rock people's socks. Well, we are a couple of those select people that got a chance to try it. It rocked our socks. Uh, if we're awarding ourselves points, I'm awarding us points because while it did not have a big coming out party per se, like a big public demoing, the fact that it is purchasable by anyone, it granted it's very expensive, and everyone that has played it comes away very impressed. Didn't Insomniac just show an AR game that is blowing people away? Am I getting that wrong? Uh, well, they they have a VR game that's amazing. I thought they had an AR one too. I got to look that up. But uh, I and it blew us away when we yeah. got to play with it. So I, I'm going all in on that. I'm a, I want to give you all the points, baby. I think that was that was pretty good. I, it didn't have a big public uh, kind of coming out party thing, so maybe maybe only 0.81 percent again. So, <laughs> but uh, you know, darn close, darn Seating. close. Seating. Uh, Insomniac announced the game seating for Magic Leap. Yeah, and, and people it blew people away. What can't Insomniac do? Man. That's a great question. Uh, they I mean, are... hire me, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's what they want to do, not what they can't oh, do. Oh, got it. They, they can. perfectly yeah. capable of hiring you. <laughs> <laughs> um, they were Treehouse. Come on. One of, uh, that's, uh, that's all, you know? <laughs> right. Okay, so that concludes our bold predictions, which, of course, brings us 
to the next category, the step up, the the leaping into the bag of insanity that is Cool Ranch predictions. Uh, we have cornered the market here at DLC on Cool Ranch predictions, the coolest of the ranch predictions, the craziest stuff, the most uh, out on a limb. How could you possibly make this prediction predictions? We're going to dip our toes into some Cool Ranch predictions right now. Time for a Cool Ranch prediction. Metroid this year. That's cool. That's as cool ranch as it gets. Also as wrong as it gets. Uh, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, um, you didn't, you cut off the part of that where I said as playable character in Smash Ultimate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I did uh, edit it to make you seem way more dumb. Uh, but and by Metroid, I meant Samus. You know, it's, it was there. I'll just count that one. <clears throat> All right. My, uh, my first cool ranch prediction right now. A super cool prediction. This is super cool ranch, dude. This is as cool ranch as it gets. Valve releases a new game in 2018, and it's a brand new IP. Okay, no, no. Here's the here's the here's the part where I have to be honest, Christian, uh, because the audio I did not select to play there is. Uh, when we recorded that episode, somebody in the chat room said, uh, they already announced a card game called Artifact. And I said, it's not that game. It's not that game. <laughs> no. Yeah, I said another game. So I had it and I threw it away. I threw it away. So, uh, yeah, um, I was hopeful that Valve would actually put out a game that wasn't Artifact. They did not. So I can't claim the Cool Ranch for that. Dang it. But I mean, you could lick a little off your fingers. Yeah, we always lick a little off your fingers. All right. Here's your second Cool Ranch. Uh, This one I I love. Zesty Prediction. Vita 2. (laughs) Vita 2. If at first you don't get it right, just keep predicting it every year. Yep. Vita 2. Whatever they call it. New handheld from Sony. Come on. The come on at the end is really my favorite part. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I, I'm very much looking forward to uh, this year at the end of the episode when you uh, predict Vita 2 uh, because I, I think that you had rolled that over from last year. And, and you're, it's really um, from the heart, Christian. It's really a, a prediction from the heart, which I like. I think that one might evolve, have evolved into new touch controllers. Like, it's so clearly <laughs> everybody wants them, but we'll never get them. You know what I mean? Uh-huh, like, uh-huh. new PSVR touch controllers. Oh, touch controllers. Yeah, it's the it's the thing that, it's like, uh, it's our Half-Life 3. It's just, we keep, yeah. keep predicting E3 is going to be the debut of Half-Life 3, and then every yeah. year. Yeah. There's right. clearly a, a demand for it, and uh, room for improvement, and they're never going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of things people aren't making, here's my second Cool Ranch prediction. This prediction has monosodium glutamate. Nintendo does not announce the N64 Classic Mini, but instead does announce Virtual Console on Switch. Again, I clutched defeat out of the jaws of victory. Uh, For the chat, Jeff always comes one word away from a correct correct prediction. (laughs) (laughs) So close. So close. Um, yeah. so I'm going to award myself full points. 
Uh, sure, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I think this might be the year for the N64 Mini, but last year was not. So it was pretty, pretty, pretty good. But you did get it right that the PlayStation Classic was not good. <laughs> yeah. I said that, right? Didn't I say that? I said that. <laughs> All right. Here's your next Cool Ranch. Mmm. Hey, 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 I think Death Stranding shows a live gameplay demo. <laughs> well, technically, they said they did. <laughs> I mean, like, play that underwater part was playable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like holding a controller, like the guy at least pantomimes it. So, uh, how are we awarding this one? I mean, that's full points. You think? Yeah, I guess it did. Yeah. He walked around. We saw him walking around doing yeah. nothing. But yeah. that's the game, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I guess that's full points. Um, also, I feel so bad for your intelligent, wonderful, overworked wife who is running, chasing around two kids. They're like, sorry, babe. I need to eat these Doritos. Honey, I need it's to go to the store. We need to go to the store and buy uh, Cool Ranch Doritos. It's for work. What? It's for work. <laughs> Take both kids with you. I'm busy in here with my coffee cans, my Foley kit, and my half coconuts. What do you mean you need an entire day to prepare for your podcast tonight? <laughs> the people are going to love it, honey. They're going to love it. It'll be all I worth love it. it. I love it. All right. Here's my third. Oh, but hold on. Let's just, I want to hear you say full points for that one. No, no, definitely. You get full points. It's full points. Uh, yeah. You're, you're Spice-Tradamus, man. You're doing it again. You're pulling ahead at the end. It's amazing. Okay, here we go. Ready? Here's my next Cool Ranch. Seriously, you've got to try some of these predictions. We do see the new Rocksteady game. Okay. And it is not single player. Like it can't be played single player or no, it's I think also you, multiplayer? I mean, you can, but it is not meant to be played single player. It is not a not a single player game like they have made all, every time. So I got that one wrong, uh, pretty much completely. Um, although you know, potentially could still be a multiplayer game, but yeah, we didn't get any Rocksteady game. Uh, in fact, we specifically got it's not coming from the head of the studio at the Game Awards. So I feel like when you made that prediction, though, it was accurate. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like <laughs> I think that's all, like all of my predictions were accurate when I made them. <laughs> <laughs> I think something happened this year, and they were like, "Oh, we can't show this yet." But I think when you made it, it was on track to be shown. I, I like the way you work, Christian. I like that. Thank you, giving me full points. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I didn't say that. But... <laughs> all right, uh, I think that's the end of mine. But you have, I think, at least one more here. Let's go to your next cool ranch prediction. Mm, cool ranch prediction. Coalition announces a new IP, so I'd imply I'm implying their next game isn't Gears Six or whatever it is. Like they're, I know they are the Gear Studio, but they're doing something different. And I think we get that, an announcement of that this year. I don't think we'll see it for a while, but I think that's their next thing. Is is not Gears of War? Nope, it's Gears of War. It's Gears of War. <laughs> We're the Gear Studio, yeah. you idiot. In fact, you're like, you even inadvertently called it by its actual name by abbreviating it in the prediction. You're like, it's not Gears 5. 
it's uh or you said six but <laughs> you know but like that's actually the title they'll even drop the of war so you you know uh yeah couldn't have been more wrong uh but yeah you kept going christian you kept going there's more in this bag of predictions i still think that microsoft announces a game or feature that's exclusive to the x i think okay I, I I think it's ridiculous for them not to. That thing is so powerful, and for them to make every game that I can still play on my piece of crap OG Xbox One, right? Like, come on! It's always the ones with the come on at the end. <laughs> you, you know, you kind of don't think it's actually going to happen. <laughs> well, that's how it worked once. That's when I proposed to my wife. I was like, "Will you marry me?" Come on! <laughs> come on. She said yes. Come on! <laughs> uh, yeah. So no, no exclusive Xbox One games. Uh, they're all they're sticking with the whole. It works on the entire family of Xbox games. So, uh, so that's a miss. But uh, you know, that was a cool ranch. That was we're in cool ranch territory. They're not all going to be gold. You know. Speaking of not gold, well, this one actually. Uh, listen for yourself. Seriously, Frito Lay. If you're listening, we would totally accept a Dorito sponsorship for these sweet. Cool ranch prediction. This is the coolest, ranchiest prediction I have. Anthem isn't hot garbage. Well, that implies that it comes out this year. It comes out this year and is good. Well, it didn't come out this year. Uh, but people have played it very much like <laughs> I it. I think it could be good. I'm, I'm anticipating it is going to be very good. But it, uh, it, it did not come out this year. So uh, you get no points. No points. It is really interesting listening to these and looking at my current list of things because I literally don't listen to the – I'll listen to shows when they come out and like kind of scrub through things and whatever, kind of listen to it again. But I, don't, I clearly did not listen to a year ago's episode the way you did. Yeah. But my, you can tell how my brain works because so many of these predictions are – I have modified them unknowingly. <laughs> that they were last year's and have them on this year's list. <laughs> I, ha- I have to admit, I had a couple of predictions written down and then I heard me say them and I went, Oh, it's the same <laughs> one. I was going to do that again. Uh, so yeah. So uh, I'm right there with you. All right. So that was fun. That was the reckoning. The reckoning. reckoning. Um, that, uh, that was a lot of fun, but th- th- we're going to get serious now. We're going to talk about the games we know are coming for 2019. And then we're going to do our predictions to set ourselves up for uh, year six's reckoning. Uh, So stay tuned for that. But I have to take a break real quick and thank our sponsor, Linode. Linode is a hosting company offering high-performance Linux servers for all of your infrastructure needs. Linode has it all. Lightning quick servers in the cloud, a super fast 200 GBPS network in all data centers, automated backups, node balancers, managed services, native SSD storage, Intel E5 processors, guides with step-by-step instructions, a simple but powerful control panel, 99.9% uptime, 24-7 support experts, and all the tools you need to get the job done right the first time. And now, Linode offers two gigabytes of RAM for only 10 bucks a month. Over 400,000 customers trust the Linode platform, including us. 5x5's infrastructure is happily hosted on Linode. And getting started is easy. Just pick a plan. Choose your favorite Linux distro and pick from one of eight data centers in America, Europe, and Asia. To, to support this show and for a $20 Linode credit on a new account, visit promo.linode.com slash DLC. That's P-R-O-M-O dot L-I-N-O-D-E dot com slash D-L-C. Linode, simple, powerful, reliable. 
All right, Christian, let's dig into some of the games we know are coming. In fact, uh, we know a lot are coming right in the first three months of the year. It is a jam-packed first three months of the year. And I have to admit, listening back to last year's episode, one of the things I've learned is that most of the stuff we talk about as coming out in a year comes out in the first three months that following year. <laughs> so <laughs> so a lot of the games that we talked about last year being excited for, uh, they're still not not here. Um, including Anthem, we've we heard ourselves talk about a lot. Uh, Metro Exodus is a game we talked about on last year's show. Uh, those are coming out at the beginning of the year. We've got a lot of games. I even asked Twitter uh, what uh, listeners of the show are most excited about for games coming out this year. A lot of them mentioned games that we know are coming that are have uh, honest to goodness release dates in the first three months. A lot of people mentioned the Resident Evil 2 remake. Uh, That game is a game I loved when I played the original Resident Evil 2. uh, And the remake looks like it has been done with love and care and a lot of uh, really awesome uh, updates. Uh, Are you excited for Resident Evil 2? Yeah, it looks beautiful. Um, I I don't know if I'll play it through to completion uh, again because I've played that game so many times, but I'm very excited to, to, you know stretch out in there for a couple hours at least it looks it looks absolutely beautiful and the first one they did <clears throat> excuse me it was super well done also so it seems like they're on the right track yeah um there's a there's a lot of games crammed into a very short period of time in the first three months and, and sort of just sticking with that period of the games that we know have release dates do you have any other games that jump out to you i mean um anthems in there uh King- yeah i was gonna say i mean the, the so uh Kingdom Hearts 3, I feel like, has the potential to make... I mean, this. I'm trying to think if I wrote this down somewhere. Did I maybe? I don't want to spoil when we start getting into predict... But, I mean, we can talk about it now. I think Kingdom Hearts 3, early in the year, like, like what, two weeks from now, I think has potential to stay around all year for Game of the Year discussion type things. It's sort I, of I the, think- uh, the Monster Hunter world of this year. Yeah, and 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 Final Fantasy, what was it, 15, did a lot, and I know they're different teams, blah, 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 different games, different series, but that game got a lot right, and it had some problems along the way, but it really impressed people and got people thinking, I felt like, again, that that Square can knock these big um, RPGs out of the park, and yeah. Kingdom Hearts is the, Kingdom Hearts 3, especially, right, with all of the HD Remix Part 2 prequel, Alpha Championship, this is the sequel to the prequel editions to get the actual Kingdom Hearts 3. All the worlds they've shown look incredible. I'm just games... worried that they haven't had enough time to work on this game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it could be something really, really special. Um, and I, I hope it is. I hope so, too. I'm very excited about it. I think it's going to be a massive hit. Um, I mean, it's jam-packed in there with Resident Evil 2. And just in a few weeks, Crackdown 3 comes out, which I think I, I've been excited about. And then I wasn't excited about. And now I'm excited about it again. Uh, I think you have Game Pass. <laughs> I have Game Pass. I'm going to be playing it. But I also think it, it, it looks pretty interesting. I mean, that multiplayer mode where you destroy literally everything is nuts and and really looks pretty fun. Um, I'm, I'm back on the anticipation train for that one. And I think it could be cool. For me, the game, I mean, Anthem, I'm, I have... I'm really hopeful for, but the game of the first three months for me that I'm most excited for is division two. Uh, I, I loved the first division. I played division two at E3 this year and thought it looked 
it played great. It looked awesome. I'm ready to get back into that, that mode of, of team-based shooter. And I, I, I think that game is going to be a ton of fun. And uh, I think I'm going to play the, the heck out of it. Yeah, it certainly looks beautiful. And, and I haven't seen how they've said they fixed it, but I know they've talked about like, we, we heard people's complaints that the gear and the loot was just kind of too North facey or too samey, right? And we've come up with ways to distinguish stuff and make it seem more desirable from a customization standpoint. I don't know if they're just giving lip service to that complaint, but I'm going to give them full faith and credit that they've found a way to make that seem more interesting and fun because the game was great. A lot of the stat boosts and perks to the different guns, outfits, and stuff like that were there the way games you know, have them. But you wouldn't know at first glance if someone that you came across in the wild was super OP or had played a lot. It was just like, oh, that guy's got a brown beanie. And he's like, I played this game for 400 hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, for me, that was the biggest letdown was the loot was all sort of boring. Um, but that game, you know, that game comes out March 15th, 2019 which is sort of the the bottom end of of all of this craziness that starts Resident Evil 2 comes out January 25th Tropico 6 is that same day then Kingdom Hearts 3 4 days later <laughs> then uh you've got <clears throat> a bunch of other games coming out in between that Crackdown 3 February 15th Dead or Alive 6 February 15th Far Cry New Dawn February 15th Jump Force which is that crazy mashup yeah. uh fighter fighting game uh February 15th and Metro Exodus, all those are all the day after Valentine's Day. And then February 19th has some games coming out. February 22nd, a week later, Anthem. So, I mean, there is, it's just a massive first three months of the year. Yeah. <laughs> what, what else in there? I mean, I, 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 know, <laughs> I know that you've been very high on, um, on, um, um, uh, Devil May Cry 5, which is March 8th, uh, also right before The Division. I know that you've been very excited about Devil May Cry 5. You spoke highly of the demo. How, how are you going to pick? What's that first three months going to be like? It's going to be a bloodbath. It's going to be an absolute bloodbath. Uh, also, I want to throw in there, and I still, I'm still i surprised how little I kind of know about the actual game, but Travis, Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes, right. is like 18th. Um, Resident January Evil 2, 18th. already talked about yeah. it. Yeah, January 18th. Yeah. And Resident Evil 2, um, also, um, we're getting some birdies in the in the chat. I don't want to blow it up too big, but maybe temper some expectations about Division 2 loot. I don't know. It's in the chat. Um, uh, yeah, dude, I don't know. I'm also going to be playing New Super Mario Brothers again because my kids are old enough to play with me now. And that's like that fun co-op-y, you know, bouncing on heads as they go side-scrolling. So I, I honestly think that's going to take up a lot of my january playtime is with like toadette and the other new characters are kind of like uh, noob friendly yeah um so i think i'm gonna be playing a lot of that as they've really we they played a lot of splatoon 2 with cousins over this last week um i, I don't know i i think of those games if i had to pick i would say uh anthem and uh um uh, bleh, Devil May Cry 5 are going to get the most of my attention and probably um, enjoyment those those first few months. If I had to guess, this is as I'm replaying Bayonetta 2 <laughs> <laughs> after talking about them, you know, not too long ago. What about you? Like, what do you think the first half of your year will go? Still uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey or something? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully or first quarter, I should say. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, for me, I'm most most excited to put some time into Kingdom Hearts 3 because yeah. it arrives for, I mean, Resident Evil 2 arrives four days earlier, <sighs> but 
I, I, you know, I played through that game already. So I'm, I'm most excited about Kingdom Hearts 3. And then immediately, you know, I, I just a couple of weeks of playing that game and then you're into Crackdown 3. Um, and, and then, you know, Anthem and Division are end of February, March. And those games are like, oh, play forever. You know, there's not, those are infinite play games. They're not, you know, play yeah. through something. So I'm hoping to get through Kingdom Hearts 3, you know, before the deluge really hits. But Cool Ranch prediction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean, the games, I think more interesting is the games that I will probably fall to the wayside. And that is Far Cry New Dawn, Metro Exodus, games that if they had come out at a less crowded time frame, I would have given time to. I don't think I will. I don't think I'll be playing Metro Exodus. I don't think I'll be playing uh, Dead or Alive 6. I don't think I'll be playing Far Cry New Dawn. I mean, maybe, maybe if they they grab me, but uh, it's, it's is a in, intense period of time here. <laughs> I think Exodus might come around and surprise people in a way that, not a totally different style of game, but kind of near, you know, pe- people were excited about it, but no one thought, at least I would didn't get the impression that people were tracking it as a game of the year contender. And then as it came out, more and more people started talking about it. And I think Metro Exodus might be similar in that the Metro games have been excellent in the past. Uh, people have liked them and this one's kind of looked good, but it's kind of been delayed a little bit, kind of pushed. I think it slipped on people's radars. And I think if it comes out and they nail it and there aren't like game breaking bugs or anything like that in it, that prevents people from really getting into it when it first launches, I think it could have some staying power toward the end of the year. I played that game in E3 and I think it's going to be impressive. And for a certain number of people, it will be exactly what they want it to be. But for me, it's, it's too depressing and not going to be, it's just like, like I said, if, if it had come out and it was like the only game that came out in a month that was of note, I would probably put some more time into it. It is not nearly as interesting as five or six other games that come out in that three month period (laughs) for me, for me, for me. Huh? Yeah. Um, All right, so that's the first three months. A lot of other stuff that we know, a lot of other stuff uh, that are question marks. Like I said, I I reached out on Twitter and I got a lot of listeners. I I got a huge number of people responding and a lot of really cool responses that we'll get to. I want to say a lot of people saying stuff like Cyberpunk and Last of Us 2. Never gonna get it, never gonna get it. I mean, if there's anything we've learned from, or at least I learned from listening to last year's show and and in last year's show going, oh, the games we're playing, you know, this year we thought we're going to come out last year. And those games aren't 2019 games. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry. If it doesn't have a March or earlier release date, it's not real yet, right? Like it might become real, but it's not real yet. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, last year we were like, oh, you know, we talked about how, oh, the year before, we all talked about how Res- um, Red Dead Redemption 2 would be a 2017 game. And then now it's a 2018 <laughs> game. It came out the end of 2018, right? So, and that, you know, that was one where they weren't going to announce it until they had firm release. It's, it's, it's hard to make games of that size. I don't think you're going to get Last of Us Part 2, uh, Cyberpunk 2099, uh, what else? I, I, don't, I don't think Ghosts of Tsushima is a 2019 game. Interesting. Yeah. I think those are all 2020 games. Uh, as much as I would love to play them, I just don't think that's going to happen. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I don't even, I don't think Final Fantasy VII Remake is going to be a 2019 game. I, I would have gotten rid of 2019 from that 
prediction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you know, uh, I hope I'm wrong. I want to be playing all those games. I do. And I, the, lots of people mentioned those games and they're, uh, I don't even think Metroid Prime 4 is a 2019 game. What about uh, Jedi Fallen Order? We got a, a date or, or a time zone from that or area, whatever it was, a zip code uh, at E3 uh, with, with Andrea there in the audience. And that was really cool. Do you think that that is on track? That seems like a, yeah. a lot's going on that game. And I love, I love, love, love Titanfall 2. So I'm very excited for what it can be. Do you think that's this year? I do. I do. I think that is this year. I think they've been holding it close to the vest. I think Respawn ships two games this year, which is crazy. I think they're going to also going to ship their VR game, that VR shooter that we don't even know what, yeah. what it is really yet. It's kind of a military thing. Um, and I was going to save this for later, but I do think I'm going to predict my game of the year 2019 is Jedi Fallen Order. Ooh, I mean, that's, I guess that's not quite bold because. You love Star Wars and Respawn. Yeah. We were both blown away by Titanfall 2. Right. Yeah. And and last year, I didn't grab the audio, but last year I predicted that my game, I said, um, I think that Red Dead Redemption 2 is going to get all the accolades, but I think that my personal game of the year is going to be God of War. So huh. uh, I got half of that right. Like God of War also so got the I know why you lied on our game of the year show. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, uh, I... I I think there are a lot of games that we don't know about that are going to be coming out. Uh, I think there's a fair number of them that we don't know about that will still be coming out in 2019. But uh, of the ones we know about, I think that Jedi Fallen Order, I think it will hit this year, and I think it'll be my game of the year. Um, what, what Do you have like a sense of what you think maybe your game of the year will be in 2019? So I had this. I, I had this as a uh, sort of – to me, this felt Cool Ranch because I'm trying not to rig it. I know I could realize and make it the case, but I think – Mortal Kombat 11 mm. could because th- the reason that's cool ranch for me is because those games always come out with such great complete editions like six months or eight months or 12 months after the initial edition comes out that it makes it hard for me to buy at, at launch when it first comes out. But I've loved Mortal Kombat 9 and 10 so much and I loved what they did with Injustice 2 that if all of the pieces are there, even though I know a, a bigger collection spelled with a K will be coming out later, I think Mortal Kombat 11, as a, just a fighting game, could rocket its way to the top of my list. Um, and then uh, Ori, Will of the Wisps, I think has a great chance to be on my list and I think, you said it's not coming, uh, also spoiler for some Cool Ranch, I guess, talk. I think if I think Ghost of Tsushima is of the Sony games, aside from Days Gone, is the one that could hit in 2019 because Sucker Punch has been quiet for so long, it seemed like. Um, And I think if that game comes out, I could see it uh, being potentially on my all-time faves because it seems to do, (laughs) you know, everything that I love about video games. Oh, I'm very excited for Ghost of Tsushima, but I, I... And I want it to come out this year. I'm hopeful. And I, what if it's just Red Dead in Japan? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be. Um, but I think Days Gone is definitely coming out this year, and I think I think it's going to be real good. I'm I'm really excited for that game. Um, I, I want to mention somebody in the chat. Um, Epic Open World says, uh, Jeff, if those games are all 2020, that means they are PS5 and Xbox Two. I don't think that's true. I think that um, you know a lot of people are talking about how. 2019 is going to be this weird down year because everybody's kind of pushing stuff to the next consoles. I think that's the wrong analysis. I I think that there will be a few things, a few, you know, first party games that maybe are held to 
launch with those new titles, those new new consoles. And if those new consoles are coming in 2020, they're coming at the end of 2020, not at the beginning of 2020. So there's p- still plenty of time in 2020 for these big games to hit in the early mid, you know, we're seeing this sort of February, March thing be- become a big release time for games, as we already talked about this year, uh, this coming year. Uh, but the, the real point of it being missed analysis, in my opinion, is this is 2019 is the peak install base for this generation. And once the new consoles get announced, you start leaving behind that install base and all of these incredibly high profile, big games want to g- deliver to the most customers that they can find. And so if you, if you are putting a game out in the early part of 2020 at the peak of install base for PS4, Xbox one, you are going to get the most potential customers. So I think it is actually the richest time for 2019 could very well be the richest time for game releases because these games, uh, you know, the 40 million people potentially, whereas, you know, if you're putting out a, 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 a launch title for the new console, you're going to get a million people tops, 2 million, uh, potential customers for your, for the new console. So, uh, unless the system sellers are throwing gobs of money at, at them to sort of push them off and make them exclusive, to their new next consoles, I don't think that's going to be the case. So that's my analysis. Yeah, interesting. I don't know. Okay, so more games that we know are coming. Um, Shenmue Three has a release date, as we mentioned, as you <laughs> nailed in your in your thing. Um, I think the sort of the conventional knowledge at this point is that it's it's going to not be great. I, I hope that's not co- not correct. Have you played Shenmue One and Two. I completed both and uh <laughs> there I'm very nostalgic for both but neither is great. Yeah. It'll, I think that game is going to be by far the most interesting release of the year. <laughs> it's just going to be such an interesting use case in crowdfunding and how people react to nostalgia. It's, it might be the kind of thing where people build it up just to knock it down. Now it's going to there's going to be this glee in in ripping it apart. I, I hope that's not the case. I I hope it it surprises us all and is really amazing. But who knows? I think two games we haven't talked about yet, uh, both coming from the same publisher. I think Rage Two and Doom Eternal mm-hmm. have potential to do pretty big things. If I had to guess one over the other, I would guess Doom sets the world more on fire than Rage. But if Rage is able to capture where the heck is Borderlands Three, uh, <laughs> you know, that capture that audience in the same way, I think it could end up being pretty special. Also, I could very well see Borderlands Three being announced and released this year. I could be huh. be one of those games where they're like, boom, it's announced and released. Uh, I I think that would be really cool. I didn't put that as a prediction, but uh, I think I think that could happen. Um, you already mentioned Ori and the Will of the Wisps, which looks awesome. Uh, you already mentioned Mortal Kombat 11, which I can't wait to see more about. Um, I, I'm going to pick one that I think is going to be a real sleeper that I think is going to surprise a lot of people and a lot of people are going to be talking about. I mean, I nailed that with Starlink last year, so I'm going to double down on my sleeper oh, yeah. hits. Um, uh, swimming in Atlantis. <laughs> yes. It's another Atlantis game. Atlantis games, are, they're primed to hit with the kids. Uh, and that game is Biomutant. I think that game looks really cool. We don't know tons about it yet, but uh, I am very excited to play Biomutant, and uh, I hope it knocks my socks off. It looks really cool. That's the Crytek game, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, it looks really cool. It's like a little mousey thing mm-hmm. running around in the. Yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah. Um, we got Skull and Bones, uh, the Ubisoft ship game, which I think is going to be um, underwhelming to me personally, but I enjoyed the ship stuff in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, so maybe I'll just go do that more. <laughs> I don't need I don't need a, a full game of it, really. I don't think, but maybe some will. Um, we've got Dreams, which we thought was going to be coming out last year. We talked a lot on last year's episode. Uh, about dreams coming out in 2018 it's now a 2019 game um i don't know how that's going to land exactly well the good thing is last of us part two can't come out until dreams comes out because it's actually being made in dreams so yeah i think that i'm hopeful that there are a lot of really cool games that end up coming out as part of the platform of dreams and then Maybe you can just buy those without having owning dream, dreams. I don't know. Cool. <laughs> I think I'm going to be blown away with what people do in dreams and then not be able to do any of it. Yeah. Um, one of the games that keeps coming up over and over and over on uh, on social media, on, on my Twitter stream when I asked people, was um, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Yeah. Uh, which uh, this could be the year of the samurai game uh, in a lot of ways. Uh, there's a lot of, I mean, if Ghost of Tsushima come out, um, it looks really cool. It's from software, but it's not really a, a, a souls game. It's more crazy action combat game. Um, it could be really cool. So I'm, I'm highly anticipating that one. Yeah. I'm curious to see how people react to a non souls game from, from software where it seems like the past, whatever that's been three years, that's been their identity. So I think it's smart to try to branch out and be like, Hey, we make other types of games, but I, I could see the audience maybe not giving it a fair shake just because it's not bloodborne Two or, you know, whatever game people are clamoring for, but they showed that they can do really cool, interesting, different things with what was their, uh, VR game. Um, Oh, um, I can't remember what it's called. It's like, it's got a, it's because the D and it's a French word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's like really interesting and not soulsy at all. Right, so I, right. you know, it's a very talented studio, which we've known for years. So I think Shadows Die Twice could be incredible. And I love that style of game generally. So I think it could be a really good year with Devil May Cry and that maybe Bayonetta 3. I feel like that's been super quiet for a long time. Yeah. I think that action game could make a, a big comeback in 2019. What do you think about Gears 5? What do you think about that game? It feels like the anticipation for that game has been muted, but maybe I'm just not in touch with it. Maybe I just haven't been exposed to it, but it feels like for a franchise as storied and beloved as that one, it kind of didn't really go over with the kind of crescendo that maybe Microsoft was hoping. I don't know. What do you think of it? Oh, you mean Gears 5, the new IP from the Coalition? <laughs> Let me think about that one for a little bit. Yeah, I feel like that trailer didn't blow people away. It, it seemed odd. Like It seemed like it, a lot of people had reasons to try to take the trailer down a peg. Some, I think, more right than others. Um, I'm still not sure what that franchise is or what it wants to be. And I, I like that they're continuing it. Uh, I enjoyed Gears 4. I enjoyed all the other Gears games. But it does feel like a franchise that is um, frozen in time, right? Where it's like we have very fond memories of it. It was such a, a system talking point, if not a system seller during the Xbox 360 era. 360 era. And it really does just seem like it's, at least to me... Um, it seems like people kind of view it as this antiquated thing. It's like, oh, there's Gears. Aw. But... I mean, if God of War can do to 2018 what it did, uh, there's room for Gears to blow people away. It just doesn't look like it's well, it, doing anything outside of the norm, yeah, right? it doesn't seem to be doing what 
God of War did to that franchise. But uh, I loved Gears 4. I thought that game was excellent from start to finish. I had a blast playing it. And if it's just delivering really fun, then that should be good enough, right? It's just maybe not going to blow skirts up the way, you know, something more original and fresh might. Yeah, I don't know if uh, – this is, this is weird, but I feel like if there was another game – that did exactly whatever Gears 5 ends up doing, but it was called something else and, you know, reskinned a little bit. So it wasn't clearly Locust and, and Gears uh, Soldiers or whatever. I think it would blow people. It'd be like, this is a Gears clone, but it's so well done and this is awesome and it's fun and just have fun and play it. But I think there's something with that IP of doing the same thing exactly again. I think it might wear a little stale, unfortunately. I hope I'm wrong because I agree Gears 4 was so much fun. And that the active reload and the roadie run are things that I think I'm surprised more games haven't copied because the the risk reward of the active reload and ducking undercover and the way running uh, restricts your field of view are really interesting things that that franchise does so well that other franchises don't do still. You're right. I'm shocked people haven't just ripped off active reloading. It's just a fun little mini game that adds some interest to pushing X to reload, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Uh, another game that I'm very, very excited for is the new Campo Santo game in the Valley of Gods, which um, is a new Valve game. Yeah, that's right. You're right. Because you got it right. That's right. Hey, oh, man, I was just too early. Uh, yeah, that's that game is going to be awesome, I think. I mean, they, those guys, they know what they're doing. It's. It's going to be interesting and thought-provoking. I'm, I'm excited for that one. A um, couple of other ones I want to get your thoughts on. Outer Worlds, we saw debuted at the Game Awards. Do you think that's a 2019 game? N- no. No? I think a push comes to show. I have mm. no idea. It looked it looked so big, right? Yeah. Like, But it, what was shown looked real, if that makes sense. It looked yeah. you know more real than um, uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2. You know what I mean? Like in terms of... Un- uh, reveal trailers. It looked like a game. Um, maybe <laughs> I'm backtracking. Yes, yes, it will. <laughs> Beyond Good and Evil Two. Know. That's another game that's not coming out in 2019. No, it's not. What do you, do you think? Outer Worlds is coming out this year? Or I do actually. I think it will. Yeah, I think they didn't show it until it was good and ready. But I could be wrong. Um, who knows? I uh, I wonder if you think they're ac- we're actually going to get a Pokemon Switch game, like a proper one this year. No. Hmm, okay no it's so late i think i don't know maybe it feels like a really quick turn on it i know they've been working on it uh if it does i think it's back half of the year well, sure. think, well that's the let's question go Poke- sorry go ahead uh, let's go with selling well <laughs> so i don't i think it'll continue to sell well so i don't know if they need to, to rush it out but that also depends on what else they have coming well that's the question and, and i don't want to step in on any of your cool ranch but um because I hate that crunchy sound and it gets in my shoes. Dude, I got to bring a ba- couple bags out and clean up the yard. This is my dog and I have been cool ranching just <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> uh, I don't want to know what that means. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, that's the question is, is what is Nintendo's big Switch game for fall? Is it Pokemon? Is it uh, Animal Crossing, perhaps? Or is it Metroid, right? Those are the three options I think we have. Um, because we know an Animal Crossing is coming. Is that the big fall game? Um, I mean, it's totally cool ranch, but it, <laughs> is it Kid Icarus? You know, wow. like, I don't think it's going to be Star Fox because we had um, yeah, no. Jeff Loves Swimming in Atlantis uh, <laughs> that use that IP. Right. Peekman, maybe. 
Uh, but none of those feel like big games to me. So I think your three are probably right in terms of those being the guesses. But what do you think? So come down. What do you what do you put your cool ranch on the table, baby? Oh, so you want me to you want me to preview a cool ranch? Oh, is that when you're cool? Okay, if it's not if you if that's one of your cool ranches, I'll we'll wait to that second. Yeah, I have okay. some. I have some. I have uh, All right, cool. All right. Nintendo and Cool Ranch, and I hung out for a while. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, all right. I think we've kind of – Dying Light 2, uh, interesting game that's coming out. We know that's coming out in 2019. Um, we already talked about Rage 2. I don't know if there's anything in the chat room that we've missed, guys. But I uh, I think this is a pretty strong list. But I also think it leaves a lot of room for stuff that we don't know about that's coming out this year. And I, I'm kind of excited about that. I think that there's a lot of fall release that's just – not known. Um, so and, unless some of these games that I'm predicting will get moved actually land, if we get a cyberpunk in 2019, that would be amazing. I just don't think that's going to happen. I, I really don't. But, um, but that, I mean, there's a lot, lot to look forward to in 2019. I think it's going to be a big year. And then uh, I think we're going to get whispers of, of some new consoles and then 2020 will be the big new console year evidently. So man, it's a, it's another exciting year uh, to look forward to. Okay. So we've talked about the stuff we know. Now let's pull out our greasy bag uh, and start with some bold predictions and then move on to some Cool Ranch predictions. So this is where we're we're setting up for the reckoning for 2019. We're going to predict some stuff. Christian and I both came armed with uh, our predictions. So um, would you like to start, Christian, with your first Bold prediction for 2019. B-O-L-D. That is how you spell bold. Let's go. That's a bad cheer. That was um, not great. B-O-L-D with Jeff and me. These are some bold predictions to bring you glee. We got some guesses, some stuff we're gonna say. We'll get it all wrong, but we won't know till next year. Hey. It's so long. It's ve- that's very long. <laughs> Come on, guys. Is that old Adam Sandler where it's like, come on, you guys, the, the volleyball team needs to hear you. Remember, it's like, he's been, been on vacation and it just came back punchy. He just came back real <laughs> punchy, buddy. Um, okay. Um, I mean, these are my predictions. Um, bold. Bold. We see, <laughs> carried over from last year's a little bit, but I'm adding to it. We see new console versions from Nintendo and Microsoft, not New heart, not so you, new Last year, you, you predicted Sony, and so you're going, eh. Uh, the no, other no, no, two. No, 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 no. I think we're getting the Switch 1.5. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, and I think we're going to see – I mean, I know there's been rumors about it already, so it's why I'm bundling it together to make it a bold. I think that discless Xbox is a thing, and I think we see it in the first half. You, I should stop talking. What do you mean you see it in the first half? Like, it comes out. It comes out in the first half of 2019. I told you I should have stopped talking already. Oh man, that is that is bold. That might be Cool Ranch. That is some bold flavor. And the Nintendo one might just be like a little different screen and a better battery or something. I'm not thinking it's going to be like super sexy or maybe like a D-pad available Joy-Con. And like I really like my Hori D-pad that I bought, but maybe they'll do something like that. I don't know what it will be. I don't think it'll be anything like the Switch Mini or anything like that. But I think they're going to iterate on it in some form or fashion. All right. My first bold prediction is Xbox Game Pass 
gets third-party games day and date of release as part of Xbox Game Pass. So whereas Microsoft has been doing their own first-party stuff, uh, is rolled into Game Pass, you get it day one, you can play Forza Wait, Horizon 4. What about Ashen? No, 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 no. I mean like big third-party AAA IP. I, Ashen is like published by Microsoft Game Studios, isn't it? Oh, it's on the Epic Game Store. I, I I'm not I don't know the details of that, but I, I that's not the kind of thing I mean. I mean like got it, you know, like an Assassin's Creed or a you know, some big third party games will be rolled into Game Pass in 2019. There'll be a few. I'm hopeful. That yeah, sounds great. It would be awesome, right? I think yeah, because I already have Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your second bold prediction. I mean, we talked so much already that it seems like you don't think these are bold at all, but I think based on what we've been told before, when these things were given year dates, I think these are still bold. But I, I'm just going to say, as an official prediction, that I'd love to get wrong next year's show, but Last of Us 2 and Death Stranding don't make 2019. And I know Ooh. I've been on record before saying Death Stranding maybe does, when we got that, was it Walmart Canada leaking a March release date or whatever it was? In June, but, I think, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think... Maybe they're both on track right now, but I think, you know, delays and this, that, and the other, um, I don't think we see either of those this year. I hope I'm wrong. That'd be one I'd love to get wrong. I think that you're right about Last of Us 2 for sure. I I would be shocked if that's a 2019 game, but shocked in a good way. Delighted, I should say. Uh, I think Death Stranding has – I'm totally reversing course on this because I've been (laughs) – Mr. Like Death Stranding is a decade-long game development process – I'm totally reversing my my course and saying I think it could actually come out in 2019 and disappoint everybody. <laughs> I think it has the potential to be a <laughs> massive disappointment because he had no oversight and it's it, it is literally just a movie. It's just a movie where you walk around in morosely and are melancholy all the time and then crazy cutscenes happen for 14 minutes. I love that you kept talking on this one because this is the one that if we get to listen to it next year, like you could have just said it come, does come out this year and nailed it. But then you said that like, it disappoints everybody and then like it gets game of the year from everybody, right? And you're like, it's just a cutscene. It has like no cutscenes. It's just like pure action. <laughs> Dude, how amazing would it be if Death Stranding has no cutscenes? He's like, yeah, no, we just made them all for, for promotional trailers that we're leading up. To, we don't act, those aren't in the game. No, 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 no. It's the opening cinematic and that's it. And then everything <laughs> else is just pure gameplay. It's <laughs> amazing. Um, okay, here's my uh, my second official bold prediction. Uh, Sony has multiple Nintendo Direct style updates and announcements streams over the course of the year. They go full Nintendo and adopt like a uh, Sony Direct style way of highlighting games. Okay, so I'm going to let you finish your talking there so you can have that as a isolated sound clip you can have as a prediction. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are they, what are they talking about? At the, days gone. Things? There's like a days gone Sony direct. Okay. I was trying to come, I really wanted to even go bolder and a come dreams up. one maybe yeah. or something yeah. like that. Or, and, and like, uh, you know, some new games, like there's, there's going to be more than it'll be some new PSVR games that they announced. There'll be some new smaller stuff. They'll be, they have games. They're not going to not release games in 2019. Um, just because they're not going to be any three that they'll have stuff to talk about and they'll do it that way. And huh. Uh, I was trying to be even bolder and like come up with the name of it, you know, like instead of Nintendo direct, it'd be like Sony plugged in or something, but I couldn't come up with a good one, a good enough one that I'd be happy with. But um, 
I think they're going to do that. I think they're going to go full Nintendo and, and announce things and stream things and show off Days Gone before it comes out and maybe Ghost of Tsushima or whatever. What if they just call it a Nintendo Direct? <laughs> that would be bold. That would be uh, that would be pretty clever. I mean, they've done some stuff like this, right? But they haven't been branded as like unveilings. They've done. Uh, they have a great team over there on the PlayStation blog, and they've certainly put out some great content with like um, interviews with Corey and the Sony Santa Monica team and uh, Insomniac, and as those things. But those were more what I would consider like typical PR pieces right. you're predicting more of like this is the announcement we're going to tweet out a week in advance yeah. that this is coming and everybody's going to watch it and every gaming site will write up stories about yeah it'll it. be like on a huge announcement coming monday the 12th and then monday the 12th will be there and you'll tune in to their twitch stream yeah yeah cool yeah all right number three your bold prediction Oh, so this is one that I I guess is from last year that I'm still believing in. I think it changed a little bit, but I think Anthem gets solid reviews. Like like I said, people are going to like the game. I said that last year, un- unbeknownst to me, I wrote that again this year. But I think it's not going to meet EA's expectations, and nor is it going to set the world on fire in any meaningful way. Like I don't think it's going to be the hotness on Twitch. I don't think it's going to, I'm predicting, I should say, it's going to move the needle in terms of like, you know what gaming is the way destiny kind of did when it first came out and the way um battle royale games did i think it's going to be a great game that people like that comes and goes that's my that's my bold prediction part of it so last year you said not hot garbage this year you say not hot garbage but that's not good enough it's still going to be uh, uh easily forgotten Someone in chat said, have we said too many games yet? I think there's just too many games. And I don't think it's going to do enough to... Re- I, I think we, you and I might love it and sing its praises you know, to high heavens at the end of the year the way we both did with Titanfall 2. Like I could see it. I know different developers, but kind of in different genres to some extent. Being like that, we're like, we love this game. Everyone played this game. And not enough people playing it for whatever reason. So what you're saying is there are... Oh my God. <laughs> That's Sean Madigan, baby. He sent us. You asked him to do it, and he did it. So uh, that's so good. We're gonna have that through all next year. Uh, anytime that we talk about how, and quite honestly, the first three months we could have just said there are just right. Uh, dear Sean Madigan, um, will you marry me? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the best. Uh, Sean, I could fit more rings on this finger. You know what I mean? Like, there's only one on there right now. My wife has two. I can get a couple more. There you go. Um, yes, there are definitely too many games, but yeah. And, and some are going to fall by the wayside and I, I don't, I think Anthem, I'm excited for it, man. I saw it's, it, it could be really fun and it could catch on. I hope it does. I'm rooting for it. Yeah. I'm rooting for, it. I'm rooting for, Bible. I have three, eh, one is just me saying <laughs> streaming future, uh, which cause I just like saying that I have two others. How many more bolds do you have? Uh, I have three more bolds. Okay. Go, no, 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 go, no, go, no. go. Maybe more. Anyway, I'm on number three. I maybe have four. Uh, so number three, my th- this one is not that bold. I'll be honest. This is kind of obvious, but I still want to say it out loud. Um, Blizzard announces Diablo 4 at BlizzCon. It isn't called Diablo 4, but there are lots of self-referential jokes about it not being a mobile game and about how it took so long to announce. And it pleases everybody. Everybody forgets about how mad they were. They all laugh at how fun and self-deprecating Blizzard is. And then it arrives spring 2020. Uh, I have 
proper Diablo sequel announced at BlizzCon will not be called Diablo 4. Lots of jokes. Wow. Synergy. We're either really wrong or really <laughs> right. <laughs> I like it's it. It's going to be like, we're not going to be announcing Diablo 4, you guys. Instead of what's coming is Diablo Remortal, the sequel to we're kid, whatever it's going to be. It's going to be, they're going to totally use it to their advantage and, and be like, yeah, it's, it's everything you've ever wanted. It's the coolest thing ever. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> and uh, yeah. all will be forgiven. Yeah. All right. We're on the same page on that one. Uh, here's another one for me. Um, kind of interesting. I think 2019 will be a year will be a sort of a, a return to licensed IP in video games. We're going to see some of the biggest games, some of the most anticipated games that are announced be based on existing IP. So you don't mean like movie tie-in, you just mean like Marvel's Spider-Man. Yeah, and Marvel's Spider-Man was was a really great licensed game, right? It was a licensed IP. We haven't see, seen those for very often. You know, Lego games have been the exception, but most of those games kind of fallen away. And, and most of the games we're talking about, we're excited about are franchises that started as video games i think we're going to see i mean i already talked about how jedi fallen order i think is going to be one of the biggest games of the year i think it's going to be one of the best games of the year i hope knowing very little about it i'm hopeful uh but i also think we're going to see uh, more games based on movies that are you actually think we get really avengers good. i think we might i think we might get a mar a really big prominent marvel game that maybe not comes out but at least is announced this year and like, cause Square's working on that one, right? Or they yeah, had been right, or... supposedly. And I think we're going to get a new DC game. We might get that Rocksteady game eventually, you know, announced this year. Yeah. That might be a big yeah. DC game. I think there's going to be more IP heavy games in everybody's consciousness that we're all excited to play. Hmm. I like, I mean, there's already uh ultimate heroes three. So, uh, yeah, there you go. There you go. I'm already, <laughs> You're right. already right. You're already right. Um, this is my last one, and I, I waffled my last bold. I it almost made it into Cool Ranch. Okay. Uh Call of Duty or Battlefield make slash release some kind of free to play battle royale game and or mode. Interesting. I think it's more likely to be Battlefield, right? Because they're kind of the underdog here. They they got the most to gain, don't they? Yeah, I don't know. And and, and I I'll give myself half points if it comes out like only for no, because Origin you already play them for free, right? So it's got to be like something and more than like a free weekend, you know? Yeah. Like it needs to be. It's like literally this a module mode. that you play of the game. It's got the engine yeah. and you play. That's you think. I mean, the way the way I th could see that going down is new Call of Duty is announced, old Call of Duty's battle or a uh, uh, battle royale mode gets kind of portioned off and released for free yeah i'll hedge my bets to make it more bold than let than less cool ranch i'll give i'll i'll count it next year if it's released at 20 dollars or under mm -hmm. you know like as a standalone thing and maybe that comes with like what you're you're actually getting the game for free but you're getting like twenty thousand, you know bit doodads in game currency kind of thing but that's the way they first release it but i think that I know Black Ops 4 sold incredibly well, so they probably don't need to do this. But I think now that they have that microtransaction currency in the game, they're going to keep building on it. People really like it. Um, I think they're going to continue to build on that success. And, and the next way you do that is getting it in more people's hands. And it's an incredible game. Uh, and maybe imagine if Battlefields launches free. Like That's why it's been delayed. I don't know. 
I don't know, but I, I think, think those are some I think that's bold a predictions. Pretty good one. I think that's a pretty darn good one. I like that a lot. Uh, I could totally see Battlefield doing that just to sort of catch up. You know, it's kind of behind the eight ball a little bit, but just timing. Yeah, uh, I have a battle royale related bold prediction. Uh, I think Gears Five has a battle royale mode, just in time for battle royale to sort of be waning. <laughs> <laughs> you think they go a hundred people in Gears, no. or is it like no, it's like 20, twenty on ten on ten yeah. or something like that? Yeah, it's like small scale, but I think it could be really fun in that engine in that universe. Uh, but yeah, I think they come hard with battle royale mode. Just in time for, I think next year at this time, Battle Royale is sort of fading a little bit. Because Gears has done like lives, like three lives, the kind of the Counter-Strike approach, you know, to to gameplay. It's always been one of my favorite multiplayer modes in Gears. But I I don't know how many characters that engine can handle. And to me, that's what distinguishes Battle Royale from anything else. It's got to be, I don't know, it's set an arbitrary number in my head, 50? I don't think Gears does 50 people at once. I think I think it's small scale, but it's but it's last man standing kind of that way, you know. And, yeah. And concentric circles of death and all that. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah, they have those bat things or whatever that could be that circle. Like you can't go in the darkness. Whatever those um, enemies are called, Cree? No, are they Cree? Mm, I don't remember. I know it's the Marvel thing, but something like that. Yeah. Like those bats. Yeah. You can't be in the dark. Right. All right, I got one more bold, and then we'll move to Cool Ranch. My my last bold uh, is uh, my new favorite franchise, Assassin's Creed. D- despite all odds, my how, has there been a bigger turnaround on my favorite franchise? I couldn't have cared less about Assassin's Creed, and now all of a sudden, I can't wait for the next release. The next Assassin's Creed is set in feudal Japan, which is kind of, I think. People are expecting that because there was kind of hints in the other games. So it's not super. Well, they bold. did like the side scroller one there already, didn't they? Did they? I don't know. Anyway, I, I think, think the next did. one is Feudal Japan, which is another reason that I think it's going to be kind of the year of samurai type games. Uh, Onimusha Warlords remake is also coming out this year. Uh, but the bold part is, and then it comes out before Ghost of Tsushima. So they announced the new Assassin's Creed. It's a samurai game and it releases before the samurai game we already know is coming. But not in 2019. No, it comes out in 2019. They announced. Did they say they're taking a year again? Did they? I don't know. I missed that. If that's true, then I'm already wrong. But I think it. I think they announced it. It comes out 2019, and it beats uh, Sushima to the punch. I think you might be right that it beats Sushima to the punch, but I don't think it's 2019. I think they've said that. Yeah, Sector Seven I, in the chat is saying they did announce no new AC in 2019. Curse me and my not knowing every bit of information. We've been too busy playing Assassin's Creed to learn about Assassin's Creed. Yeah, dang it. Yeah. Um, but I still think, I think the first part of that prediction might come true because I could see ghosts being like, again, I think there's a chance it might be this year. But if it doesn't, it's like, you know, a pushed game in 2020 and then Assassin's Creed slips in early or something like that. Yeah. All right. Moving on, stepping it up, getting real, walking out on the end of that branch, just letting it all hang out. And honestly, Quite frankly, making it clear to Frito-Lay, we are open to sponsorship. Uh, We are not above it. We'll hold your product. We'll eat your product. Uh, Cool Ranch predictions. And if you don't don't sponsor us, we're just going to keep using your trademark name anyway. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, you're... Wait a we're going to keep wait, saying wait, we like think, Doritos and we like idiots. Cool Ranch. Yeah. <laughs> we're the idiots. <laughs> Even if you don't sponsor us, I'm going to say Cool Ranch Doritos are delicious. That'll show so them. until you pay us, I'm going to keep saying it. All right. Cool Ranch predictions 
these are these are way out on the limb. Okay, Christian Spicer, cool wrench it up. Microsoft fully, I wrote in all caps, fully reveals their next console slash streaming thingy. Yeah. I think I I, I think that reveal will be true. I don't think it's going to come out this year, though. I don't think it's coming out. this. The only way I think it comes out this year is this is a part of the thing where I mentioned before that they're going to come out with that discless yeah. um, Xbox One. I still think that it serves as an entryway into people's living rooms. Like, I think all existing Xboxes will work, and that will work. And then if you want the, you know, computing at home you know 2080 ti version of it that will come later but i think they're going to fully like lay out in much more detail and they're going to stick to their guns kind of thing and fix all the wrongs of the xbox one reveal where it was like and they'll have this feature and and then afterwards the press was like how does that work and they were like a good question (laughs) well i had a cool ranch uh prediction along the same lines i went even more cool ranchy because i uh, i took it up a notch i went a little farther than you i said um Microsoft takes advantage of Sony not being at E3 and debuts Scarlet, whatever the next Xbox is at this E3, as they have the full spotlight. Sony's not even going to be there. And I'll go even more cool ranchy. They tell you that Halo Infinite is a launch title on the next Xbox. And even more cool ranchy, digging that hole deeper, 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 baby. Fill it up with Cool Ranch Doritos. The Halo Infinite and the console, because it's on Xbox Game Pass, will be end up being about the same or a little bit more expensive than just buying Halo Infinite would be for Xbox One. So you're going to end up spending. They're going to they're going to say you get ten bucks, get you Xbox Game Pass, which gets you. Uh, Halo Infinite and there'll be a version of the box that's going to be like 50 bucks or 100 bucks probably 99 bucks so you get like a little over 100 bucks gets you playing Halo Infinite on the new Xbox I like a lot of that do you think that Halo Infinite will will be cross-gen the way Destiny 1 was and there will also be a version of it that plays on the console with a larger install base I think maybe I think maybe I'm not willing to predict that but I think maybe I think Microsoft is willing to sort of just go all in on next gen and I think the acquisition of all those uh, studios they're all just pumping games for that next Xbox so that they can really come hard and try to win next gen um so I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe they're willing to kind of take the loss on Halo Infinite and make you have to buy. Maybe it'll be like a Zelda and, you know, it comes out or um, Twilight Princess was where it comes out on the new thing a few weeks early, earlier than the old thing or something like that. I don't know. So if I if you had any left in your bag, I'd reach over and the way I would tweak this because I like this. This is fun. Uh, I think that you can it comes out on regular Xbox One, Halo Infinite. Uh, but it's a sixty dollars game, or you know, whatever you want, you have to buy it, right? Or if you have Game Pass, you can play it already on Game Pass. Or if you buy the Scarlet, whatever that thing ends up being called, it comes with like more than just two weeks. Like when it first comes out, it comes with like two months, six months, like a sizable chunk, a big chunk of Game Pass included. Like that's yeah. how they position. Instead of a pack in game, it's like this thing's coming out with Halo Infinite day and date, kind of the way. Uh, 
um, Breath of the Wild did in Switch. And if you buy this new console, you're going to have three months to play Halo Game Pass on us, plus all these other amazing games. Yeah. You know, go eat. Right. And, and you know, they've already said there'll be two versions of that next Xbox. There'll be the sort of powerful box you hold in your house and then the the sort of hockey puck, less powerful streaming device. I think that streaming device is going to be probably 99 bucks, maybe less. Uh, yeah. And so you could end up the, the value proposition to be able to play a new Halo game, I think, is going to be a massive uh, talking point and uh, sales pitch. So can I just say that this next one of mine that kind of piggybacks on this, I, I think it's going to be wrong, but I'm still going to make it. <laughs> <All right. laughs> the streaming future turns the next Apple TV into an actual gaming console. Like this is what does it because it can, it just runs as an app on there. And I'm not sure mm. how, cause I know now Netflix isn't even doing signing up subscribers through iOS, the app anymore. Cause they don't want to give Apple 30% and Amazon like comiXology has done that for years where it's like, here's the app on your phone. But if you want to buy a new book, you have to go to the website to buy it. So they did it. Apple doesn't take 30%. So I'm not sh- quite sure how that works, but with this streaming future, I think Apple, you know, I don't know if it's Xbox on Apple TV or Chromecast or how that works, but I think we're positioned now to see Apple enter the gaming space in a big way, um, maybe at WWDC or something like that. Do they already support controllers? Yep. They do. Bluetooth, something like that? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be interesting. I'd be into that. All right. Here's a Nintendo one. Cool Ranch. We're in Cool Ranch, baby. So just, you know, Cool Ranch it up. Take this with a grain of salt. Oh, wait. No, you don't. There's already a lot of sodium. (laughs) Uh, Nintendo announces a new Zelda game for Switch in 2019. That is in the style of Link Between Worlds or Spirit Tracks. It's the, like, old DS style Zelda game, but coming out for Switch in 2019. Or maybe not coming out in 2019, but uh, announced in 2019. Man, we're gonna do real bad this year, uh, next year's show. I have, I have Nintendo announces a new Zelda or Mario, and teases a new Donkey Kong Country. Ooh, I like that. I like Donkey. And Kong. I, I agree that I think the Zelda or Mario will be um, a slight deviation. They're not going to be the main 3D installment. I don't. I don't think it's going to be like another side-scrolling Mario. I don't. I'm not sure what Mario would be, but I. I, I could see it you know, being some type of uh, side project. Interesting. All right. I got another Nintendo cool ranch for you. I've already been on record saying Metroid prime Four not coming out in 2019. I think that's, I think that's what I'm sticking with that position, even though I would love for it to come out in 2019, but here's my Metroid prime Four cool ranch. This is cool ranch. We're in cool ranch country, baby out on a limb. Metroid prime Four is not a side-scrolling Metroid, and it is also not a first-person Metroid Prime-style game. It's a third-person open-world role-playing game. Who makes it? Whoever's making it. I don't know. Somebody's making it. But it's... (laughs) Whoever's making it now, that's what they're making, is Hmm. it is mostly third-person. There's going to be lots of costumes for Samus to wear. Huh. And huh. it is, it's going to be a, a reinvention of what you think Metroid is. And I don't even think it's going to actually be called Metroid Prime 4 when it's released. I think it's going to have its own title, Metroid something. So if it has a different t- 
title, then maybe. <laughs> but I think I don't think I think you're totally wrong. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna have a different title. Cool Ranch. I think it's gonna be, be Metro Prime Four, and I think it's gonna be first person. Right. That's probably true. That's why this is Cool Ranch, baby. Uh, okay, you ready for? I'll, I'll follow you on that limb of uh, absurdity. Something surpasses Fortnite. Oh, I you know I almost did something like that. I think the, I think by the this time next year, Fortnite isn't the behemoth that it is now. I, I agree so, with you. Yeah. I, see, I rational me still thinks it still is because I I don't know what Fortnite. For all I know, a year from now, Fortnite's the kart racing game that everybody's playing. <laughs> like, right. You know what is Fortnite? Um, a two Fortnite, I believe, is from uh, that famous play that uh, that Shakespeare guy wrote. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, but that's my cool range. Well, is that something surpasses it? The counter argument is that Minecraft sure stayed around a long time, um, and Fortnite has a lot of momentum, so it's hard to think. I mean, Minecraft is still around, right? You know, yeah. like it's still making tons of money. For sure, for sure. Well, yeah, we'll see. That's that's pretty cool, Ranchy. Uh, yeah. Do you have any more cool ranch ones? I do. Okay. I do. I got one more. I mean, I have two more. Uh, this one, uh, Google announces and releases gaming hardware this year. Well, it's a it's a Chromecast. They've already released it, right? <laughs> but I think they're going to have like they're going to show controllers, they're going to it's like they're in on gaming. It's going to be the the it's going to be a streaming device that uses the internet, but it's yeah. going to be like a console that has branding and there's going to be exclusive games for it and it's going to be a thing. Yeah. Uh do do you think we get Amazons this year? That's a good question. That's a good question. I don't know. I mean, I I was very impressed by Project Stream and Google, you know, um, after I get off this phone call with Ken Levine that I have scheduled after this, mm-hmm. if you want to give me a call, I would love to he's take on, that hardware for a test drive. He's on with your wife right now. He's on talking to her on the phone thinking it's me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, they're just, they're, they're, they became pen pals, you know, they're just really close. <laughs> really good. Uh, All right. Yeah. Uh, I have, well, I already kind of said one, so I'll just say it officially here in this part of it. I think Kingdom Hearts 3, Ghost of Tsushima and uh are in serious conversation for game of the year 2019 mm-hmm. and mortal kombat 11 is very high on my personal list which is one i can make come true so i'm happy to get that one right <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's terrible uh, which it won't be. so i've said this before i'm just saying it here in this part of it so the one uh two more um oh, cool ranch here we go insomniac gives us more spider-man it's not spider-man 2 but it is coming in 2019. I'm thinking more Horizon, Frozen Wilds, or whatever. They've already done three DLC packs. You think I it- know, I know. <laughs> That's why it's Cool Ranch, dude. That's why. Okay, this is like an like a bigger than those DLC packs. It's like a expansion size. And you don't need the original game. To, it, it's uh, uh, Uncharted, uh, whatever that one I love. It's called the thingy you know the one they just did off the uncharted 4 engine it's it's what you've been talking about they have the city they have this stuff and they do something with it lost legacy lost legacy yeah it's like lost legacy frozen wild something like that and it's big and standalone or i mean even far cry uh new dawn yeah Yeah. new dawn it's It's like the new dawn of spider-man yeah okay it's like a spider you know like you go into the spider-verse or something (laughs) right that is hot right now. Spider-Verse is very hot right now. Everybody's doing a Spider-Verse. Everybody wants a Spider-Verse, and rightfully so. Uh, I'd be into that, man. I'd play the heck out of that. I'm, I haven't played the DLC, so maybe I'm lying, but <laughs> I, I'm excited to play the DLC. It just, you know, 
Assassin's Creed Odyssey still on my, still going. Uh, next year, my my cool range prediction is next year at this time I will still be playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, okay, my last one. This is my last prediction for 2019. My last cool ranch prediction. And you know what? Screw you guys. I'm gonna say it. This is this is just the most ones for me, and I believe it. I believe it. 2019 will be the best year yet for VR. The best year yet for VR. There will be new hardware announcements from Valve and Oculus, maybe even HTC. There will be another PSVR exclusive that will be a game of the year contender like Astrobot was this year. And to make it even more cool, Ranchy, I'm going to name that game. It's called Star Child. Star Child will be a game of the year contender on PSVR. And it's going to be the best year of year. We already know. We already know about Stormland VR coming from Insomniac, which looks amazing. We know Lone Echo 2 hopefully comes in 2019. Lone Echo 1 was my game of the year last year. Uh, that game looks amazing. Uh, I think there will be new PSVR games. I, I hope that the what seems to me, at least anecdotally, to be a uptick in purchasing of PSVR will result in Sony releasing more games, investing some more games in, in that platform. I think we're going to see a great year for VR. Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't know if that's Cool Ranch. No? I mean, I, mean, I think I people think... are predicting the death of VR this year. Like it's, uh, you know, that there's going to be a, a dearth of things coming out for it. Okay. All right. All right. I like it. Well, this goes in line with that perfectly because we have synced, buddy. We are on the same uh, prediction cycles. My last one is, and it's, yeah, I think we're going to get a a next-gen real Oculus. So not the uh, Oculus, what is it called? Dang it, what's it called? Not Yeah, not the standalone. Like, it's going to be the high-end, which the reason it's Cool Ranch is because the head of that team left. (laughs) Apparently, you know, rumored to be over disagreements about what Facebook was doing with Oculus. They went with the Quest, the Oculus Quest, instead of the next uh, big wired-to-your-PC thing. At least that's the rumor. Yeah, but the reason I... So justifying this in my head, because I feel like before... You know, I don't think it was unreasonable to think that it would be have Facebook branding by next year, by 2019. Like, that's the way it's going. But with everything that Facebook is going through, I think the less that has Facebook on it, the better, right? Like, what's that smart cam thing, like yeah. portal by Facebook? Right. I think in 2019, that thing's just called Portal. <laughs> you know, like, I think the Facebook brand name, while everybody still uses it, has become increasingly toxic the back half of this year. And so I could see Oculus going, you know what? We're a gaming studio, talented people over here, hardware. We're going to double down on this and make a cool high-end gaming headset and try to distance ourselves from the parent company a little bit. Interesting. Well, I mean... But it's Cool Ranch. I mean, it is... It's Cool cool. Ranch. I I mean, I'm hopeful. I really want... I think Oculus Quest looks really cool. I really want the next big wired thing. I want something to take advantage of my new port that I got on my new video card. Um, And, you know, I, I want that new Ferrari of headsets... There's big rumors that Valve is going to announce their own headset and have some games. In fact, some people have speculated there will be a Halo Universe type VR game. Uh, I think that could be a real jolt in the arm for the Halo tech- or Half Life. What did I say? Halo? Yeah, I meant Half Life. Yeah. Sorry, Half Life. Half Life. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, that people could, you know, think that that would be a, a, a real boon to the tech and kind of spur it into, into a little more energy. I, I, I think this could be a really great year for VR. Oh, the, the respawn VR game I mentioned earlier, that's supposedly coming out this year too. I mean, I think there could be some really excellent VR games and I, for one am down for it. I, so many people uh, over the holidays have uh, tweeted me out the enjoyment that they're finding with their brand new PSVR headsets that they bought uh, when that finally got down to the $200 price point. And I hope that Sony, you know, feeds the channel with some new experiences that are amazing. And I think, I think this year has a big potential for that. So, yeah. Well, man, this was so much fun. We got cool ranch all over ourselves and uh, we're clearly setting up for some hilarious next year stuff, but you did real good on your predictions. I got to say a uh, spice Tradamus is, is not just a myth. It's he's real. He had one more year. We'll see. Uh, the, these powers have to run out, right? They, <laughs> I don't know, man. You're, that's my best prediction yet. <laughs> you have a gift. You have a gift. Uh, and one thing that we can definitely agree on for 2019 is that there is going to be... Right? Right? So good. <laughs> uh, it's you and me, by the way. We're each in one channel. That's pretty great. Um, thank you, Christian. I have to thank you for being here week after week after week uh, and enduring me uh, and, uh, you know, making the show fun to do and, and being a great friend. I am grateful to you every year. I can't believe we've been doing this for five years. It's pretty great. Yeah, it, it blows me away. I, I think I sent you a sappy text on Thanksgiving and um, I, I meant it. Uh, it's it's great. Uh, it's It's weird, right? I never... Would have thought when I was just a young lad practicing law. Yeah, <laughs> but but what a what a fun what a fun five years. And I think, dare I say, this last year, this fifth year, has been the best year. I think so, man. It's certainly been a lot of fun. Um, did some you know did some new things. I changed the titling of the shows. I know pe- some people were sad to see the goofy titles go away, but you know we're trying to get get that SEO baby and trying to get a little. Uh, little more reach with the audience. Uh, we have a very strong, loyal audience and all of you who listen week after week, I am extremely grateful that we get to make the show and we have been able to make it for five years and no sign and slowing down. Um, but you know, we'd love, we'd love more people to hear the show. And, uh, if you can tell a friend or, re- you know, reach out to a stranger, even just, you know, knock on people's doors, however you want to do it. Um, put notes inside Cool Ranch Doritos bags and leave them in the grocery <laughs> store. Uh, or, you know, but for real, if you work for Doritos, and please know I'm not trying to pitch us getting more money, which is like fine, like if they want to sponsor us, but I would love to do something silly. <laughs> yeah. Respectful, but silly, but like for real, if your uncle, you know, Ted down the streets, uncle works for Doritos, like uh, let's have some fun. Let's have some fun. <laughs> Uh, or you could just, you know, go and give us a nice review on iTunes. That's good too. Uh, we appreciate all of you. Um, I'm so grateful for all the people that give our, their time to be guests this year, uh, especially Anthony Taramina, who is always our go-to guy. We had him last week. Uh, but uh, so many people who are awesome. Uh, all of the folks that show up in our chat rooms every week to participate live, all of you are here right now. Thank you. Uh, it, it, it's cool. Five years is, is nothing to slouch at. I mean, that's longer than I was in high school. It's, uh, it's the same amount of time I was in college, but, uh, you know, it's, um, it's, a, it's a big deal. The five years of doing this show. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it's as long as I was in first through fifth grade, which is weird. You know? How would you possibly know that? 
How could you possibly know that? (laughs) All right. Uh, No need to drag this on any longer. Happy New Year to all of you. We will see you uh, to start 2019 off with a bang. Until then, think about what you put out into the world. Make it a better place. Too many games.